Cashflow Ninja, episode 217 with Colleen Arneal. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, I'm joined by the passive income queen to share how to turn your passion into passive profit. My guest in this episode is Colleen Arneal. Colleen has her PhD in psychology and spent years teaching at the university level. She's obsessed with helping other entrepreneurs create and launch profitable online courses using simple, systematic methods rooted in human psychology. Her research and work has been featured in Harvard Business Review, Huffington Post, Psychology Today, and many, many more publications. She supports her clients with a mindset and strategy behind online courses that sells around the clock, resulting in massively scaling their impact and their income. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at CashflowNinja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at CashflowNinja.com or texting CashflowNinja, one word, to 44222. To ensure you never miss one of our episodes, you can also download our free interactive smartphone apps on the Apple and Google Play app stores. I've created a Cashflow Ninja investment group where I share opportunities that I'm investing in with my fellow investors. If you're interested in joining this group, please email me at info at CashflowNinja.com and we will continue the conversation to see if you're a good fit for our group. My friend Dave Zook says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy, but you need to pick one. At The Real Asset Investor, Dave and his company create value for investors looking for higher yield returns from real estate ventures domestically and internationally. To learn more about the exciting investment opportunities The Real Asset Investor offers, such as the syndication opportunity at Mahogany Bay Village in Belize or investment opportunities in the multifamily space in the U.S., visit CashflowNinja.com forward slash real asset investor. Gelt Inc. is a multifamily syndicator which has acquired over 6,700 apartment units valued at over $1 billion through a private equity syndication model. Gelt provides its investors with significant cash-on-cash returns while maintaining and enhancing equity invested for the long term. You can reach out to Joss Satin at joss at geltinc.com to learn more. Have you read Rich Dad Poor Dad? Are you interested in real estate investing and don't know where to start and how to get the results you want? For valuable information to get you started, visit JoinOps Properties at joinopsproperties.com. If you want to create an income stream of 8% on your cash or money in your self-directed IRAs within 90 days in real estate without finding the property, fixing it up, finding a tenant, and all the other management headaches, you have to watch the private lending presentation at cashflowninja.com forward slash 
private lending. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. Colleen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be with you today. Can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Yeah, of course. So I started out in a more traditional job route. I had always planned growing up I was going to be a psychologist. So off I went to university, I did my undergrad, did my master's, and I was almost done my PhD. And I kind of realized, I don't think this is exactly what I want to do. And I'm always a fan of education, so it didn't feel like a waste of time, but it felt like a little bit of an awakening that I think I needed to do something different. So I was super close to being done. So I just finished that off. So it was, you know, sort of a closed chapter. And I started an e-commerce company. That was my first foray into the online world. And gosh, it was probably mm, about eight years ago now that I started in the e-commerce. And I had a baby product and cloth diapering company was where I started because I had a son um, at the time and it was a relevant interest to me. And I always loved customer service. I was passionate about customer service and I loved that for a while, but there was two big things I missed dearly. One was the teaching component. I had done a ton of teaching at the university level and I missed that element of kind of mentorship and guiding. And I also found with you know, the e-commerce and a product-based business, there was more logistics. You know, I had staff, I had inventory, you know, there were shipping things and I just wanted more location independence so that going forward, I could be anywhere I wanted and still operate my business. So I made a decision to transition actually into teaching online courses. And a big part of that came out of having started to take online courses when I was in my e-commerce business and seeing that there were a lot of people who had extraordinary knowledge, but they weren't always necessarily presenting it or sharing it in a way that, you know, people were going to understand the most or get the most out of. And so that really sparked my excitement. And that's what I've been doing since then. Now let's touch on the online uh, course market and online education, because obviously this is uh, of very interest to our listeners that are all over the world. And you touched on a couple of things, just uh, uh, sharing your, your journey a little bit too. One thing is location independence, which this yeah. provides, and then being able to serve and provide value for people all over the world and really not be limited to how many people you can uh, serve doing this. Can you share a little bit more about the market? How big is this? What's the demand for online courses and education? Yeah, of course. I always kind of joke that it's like you get to clone yourself when you teach online courses because unlike one-to-one work, right? It, right. you know, it's allowing you to, to scale. And, you know, in about in 2015, um, there was a statistic from global industry analysts that said, you know, the market was going to be 107 billion. Okay, so a couple of years ago, 107 billion worldwide in e-learning sales. There's now a projection that by the year 2025, that that's going to hit 325 billion, which is wow. a staggering number. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. it's crazy. So it's already a massive market. And what you're going to see happening is both millions more people 
coming online with their businesses and learning to mentor and teach online and millions more investing in those courses and in their own e-learning. Yeah. And all of us is, have something of interest that we're interested in and passionate about and learn and kind of engage uh, ourselves in that we know more of other people. And then obviously there are very, very successful people teaching these courses that have had success in a certain space. At what stage would you th- recommend or think that someone would be ready to create an online course? Yeah, it's a really great question. So First things first, I always say fundamentally when you're inspired to create one, that's when you know you're, you're on the path to being ready. There are, um, some people who will say, you know, you should have an established business first. You know, you should have, you know, like maybe you're doing one to one coaching first. You don't have to do it that way. I didn't. Um, I didn't actually start offering one to one coaching until about eight or nine months into my online course business. And I had literally started selling online courses. So it's not that you have to do it one way or another. I usually say working with one-to-one clients first is going to be maybe a faster path to cash. You know, you only need to find one person to make a sale and usually it's going to be a higher ticket level. It can help inform your understanding of your audience and who you're serving and how they experience their problems and the questions they're asking. So it can be a really great grounds to sort of inform your course development, but there's no right or wrong way. And if you are going to start by jumping in direct with an online course, the one thing I always recommend is don't make it massive for your first one because it'll never get out the door. Um, It'll become this magnum opus and it doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be everything they could ever need to know. Your message just needs to be shared. So don't delay in it is the, the big key thing. Yeah, and I think uh, one thing that I've personally learned too, and this this is a work in progress, but I'm trying to uh, do a lot of webinars and H- I'm in co- sort of in the process of of doing something similar, an educational course, just uh, uh, basically um, to educate c- current clients of mine and also uh, put information out there to other people just, uh, just sharing this is, and the one thing that I've picked up is when I just started and I started really small, I get questions and feedback from people that are um, consuming this content. This is basically uh, getting uh, um, someone into your business and saying, this is what I, you know, my questions are. This is what I'd like to learn more about. This is what you should talk more about. It was fantastic feedback. And then your course kind of, as you mentioned, grows and um, you compile and just put more information in these course packages. Yeah, exactly. And you raise such an important point that sometimes we think we know what our audience is going to want, or we think we know what they need. And maybe we do know what they need, but we also need to come at it from the perspective of where they're at right now. And as you get to be more and more of an expert in your field, sometimes we lose a little bit of that perspective of what it was like to be at the beginning and where they're at and what they're actually asking and what they want. So yeah, that listening piece and getting that that insight is so incredibly powerful. And then now there might be listeners saying, well, you know, MC and Colleen, I don't have an existing business. Uh, yeah. You know, who, where do I get feedback? And one of the things, and I know you can touch on a couple of them that, that I've personally learned is the groups that you belong to of similar interests 
They're all over the internet, LinkedIn, Facebook, and so forth. That is a great area to generate information and find out what people really want. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And it's like you say, there's so many different social media platforms. So pretty much whichever one you're on, you can use for that market research to start listening into the conversations or where are the most comments or the likes or the engagement? Like what are people, you know, getting most excited about hearing about what are they sharing the most? That is, you know, so powerful in helping guide, you know, your course creation process. Absolutely. And just to use an example, for instance, there's a lot of digital cryptocurrency and blockchain courses I see. (laughs) It's a very hot trend. So then, you know, I look at a couple of these and uh, I've, uh, we've shared and spoken about it on the show for quite a while, but um, yeah, then I, then I kind of look at it and it's, it's the one thing that uh, the advice that, that that I would give people to that, that that's looking at this is, you kind of have to also look at it from a perspective that someone has no idea what these things are and take it step by step to kind of engage with them. Because uh, I think there, there was someone else that referred to it. You can't jump into your nerd talk right away, right? Yeah. So, so when you go into crypto and if somebody has no idea what a cryptocurrency is, I was thinking to myself when I looked at a couple of these, like, wow, I have an idea what it is, but the average person that have, this is, they're coming in cold from uh, into this space, you're going to lose them within the first couple of minutes, just jumping straight into all these technical terms and try to explain it in in a very, very confusing way. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to be really careful because every industry has their own jargon, right? We all have our own lingo and you need to ensure that it depends on your target audience. I mean, I guess if that course was a more advanced level, then it's maybe fine to, you know, to lead with that name and have that expectation. There's going to be some knowledge there, but if, you know, if you're going for that newbie market, particularly, they're not going to be familiar with those terms and you don't want to alienate them because basically your message isn't going to resonate if those you know terms and those words aren't familiar to the person. Exactly. Now, I just mentioned cryptocurrencies, which is hot trend, and you had mentioned uh, one of your first businesses is in the baby space, which <laughs> uh, my son was born uh, five months ago. So I know how powerful that space is. And that is a, a great niche. Pets, I can think about, is yes, another one because we love Fluffy and Fido. But um, what makes for a great course topic? What would you recommend people look at? And uh, are there more niches that are profitable than other niches? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a super great question. So I always say there's three key elements of a runaway hit, kind of a take-it-to-the-bank course offer. Number one, obviously, you have to have some kind of knowledge or skill about it. And I say this because sometimes when people go to create a course, they feel like they should make it on something maybe they've seen someone else being successful with. And so therefore they can go out and learn all about that thing too and teach it. And I'm all for, you know, education and development, but you already have a course or two or three or four in you already. So take a look at what is your own knowledge and skill set. And sometimes we lose perspective with that because we live with ourselves 24 hours a day in our body. And we don't think sometimes about how we support our friends or what our experiences have been. It doesn't just have to be what you've been credentialed in or what you have 20 years experience doing, right? It's, you know, we have a lot of dimensions to us. So think across all of your hobbies, everything you can think of, 
what knowledges or skill bases do you have that you can draw from? So that's the first element. The second element is passion. This is utterly critical because the journey to supporting others, to building your business in whatever topic it is, there's going to be road bumps along the way. There's going to be moments where things don't go well or the sales aren't flowing. And if you aren't absolutely lit up on the inside by what you are doing, energetically, that will come through to your audience and you will not inspire anyone. You will not connect with people because you're not even going to be inspiring yourself, right? right? So you've got to have that passion. The third really key one is that it has to solve a burning pain. And this is crucial. And what I mean by this is people have problems. We all have problems. We have things that keep us up at night that we lie awake at night about. That is what you want your course to position to solve, okay? Problems equal products, which equals profits. So you need to think about what is the problem or struggle that people have and is this topic needing one? And the best way to kind of do this before you go down your course creation journey is, you know, look for validation, look for competition, look for evidence that other people are already paying for support on that topic. A lot of time people get scared about that. They think, oh my gosh, competition, right? It's, there's not going to be room for me or that market is saturated. I always say the bigger the market, the more competition, the more it's a smart idea because it means there's an established market demand. Definitely agree with you. And you can position it differently, but I just want to touch on one thing that you mentioned because it's so important and can't say this enough that I think a lot of people think a business, and this is an online business you're creating, is about products and services. It's not. It's about solving problems and creating outcomes for people. And you've yeah. mentioned about solving that problem, finding that pain. And there's, I mean, look just at three key areas of pain for people that uh, that I've spoken about too. The, the first one is our health, right? Losing weight. <laughs> Quite a big market out there for that, you know, yeah. and, and just improve, and diets, which falls into the, the, the health category. How many different diets there are? How many different training programs there are? All these kind of different uh, things within that. The next thing is financial pain. A lot of people struggle with personal finance, right? And that's yeah. kind of the space. The space that 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 I am in is investing and business and creating uh, the, that online business, which uh, which you are as well. And then the 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 other part of it too is relationships, right? Yeah. This is a very important part of our lives is interacting with other human beings. Although a lot of it is online lately, it's still interacting with people and relationships in our life, our family, our um, partners and spouses. There are many problems out there and problems are opportunities to be able to provide value for other people and, and serve them. So I uh, just want to reiterate on that. And the other thing that you also mentioned is the comp- competition side is within all three of uh, just the three that I, that I named, there is so much competition, but people still create really profitable business in them because they're doing something differently in that space. They're not just doing the same thing uh, that other people are doing, maybe, you know, and adding, um, improving it a little bit. So that's very, very key. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And the other thing too, building off of that is not only are they doing it, it differently for sure, they're also doing it differently because they're their own unique person. And I think sometimes we lose sight of 
the you in all of it. And bottom line is people, yes, are buying for a problem to be solved, but more than anything, they're actually buying from you. They're actually buying from a sense of trust and faith and connection in you as being the person who they think can guide them. And if you think about it, like we go out in life, like we go on multiple dates, you know, before you find someone you you know want to commit to longer term, you meet tons of people at parties and they don't all become friends. Like we're not meant to connect, you know, deeply with every person we come across. And it's the same thing when someone's mentoring us to help us create transformation, just because there's, you know, a course on, you know, say a weight loss topic, like you're saying, doesn't mean that one person teaching that one course is right to be your mentor. And so don't be afraid to show your personality and let that shine through in everything you do, because that's a huge part of what's going to make people pick you. You're listening to Colleen Arneal on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We will be right back after a word from our sponsor. Are you on track to achieve your financial goals? Income-producing real estate is the most historically proven way to accumulate wealth and has created more financial freedom than any other means. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best turnkey cash flow rental properties. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly income. Get your free strategy session with our knowledgeable investment counselors at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. You're listening to Colleen Arneal on the Cashflow Ninja podcast and now back to our interview. Now, there's three particular skill sets that I don't think is going away anytime soon, even with robots and robotics <laughs> taking over a, a lot in our life and we'll continue to do that. And the first, the first skill set is, is trying to find people that will buy your products, right? Yes. Uh, your, your, your clients. And the second one is creating and selling an offer or your your yourself or your business to them which is just ties into sales and then also servicing them and providing the value that you promised and make them feel that they matter so it's kind of like the marketing and sales and then the customer service side of it let's um let's touch on the first one because that i think that is where a lot of people fall is the ability to be able to find people and students that will pay for your courses. What are some advice that you can give people around that topic? Yeah, for sure. So in terms of making sales in your courses, bottom line is it always comes down to a numbers game, right? The more people you're in front of, the more people who you have opportunities to connect with, ultimately, the more you're going to sell. So in terms of creating that visibility, you can approach it in two ways. You can approach it through free methods, okay? Or you can approach it through paid methods. So when I talk about free methods, they're not free totally in the sense that they're going to have more of your time invested in them, but they're not going to cost you cold, hard cash in order to get that exposure. So I'm talking about things like, you know, using organic social media. So not paid advertising on social media, but, you know, having an active presence and engagement, say, for example, maybe on Instagram. Maybe you're going in and engaging regularly in Facebook groups on a topic related to your niche area. So you're getting a lot of visibility, adding a lot of value, and people are starting to take notice of you. Maybe you do podcast interviews or you guest post on other blogs that already have a bigger audience than what you have. So there's lots of ways that you can kind of network, so to speak, in order to get yourself and your, your business and your offers in front of more people. The other option on the other side is using paid advertising. So things like 
Facebook ads, you know, LinkedIn ads, Google ads, all, all kinds of opportunities online where you can pay to basically get in front of people. And whether you're doing it in a, you know, in a free method or a paid method, ultimately what you want to do is make some sort of free offer to people. Maybe there's, you know, a quick grab resource guide or a cheat sheet or a template. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, complicated. Just have something that you can deliver in exchange for someone's email address to start that ongoing relationship with. I can see people starting out and getting excited about something. And then it's just not a success the first time around, which, uh, by the way, if you're listening to this, rarely happens uh, Mm -hmm. that it is a huge hit the first time around. But what are some of the biggest mistakes that people make uh, when they start these courses uh, that leads to the the kind of initial failures? Yeah, for sure. So I would say probably the biggest one that I see, because if you don't have this in place, nothing else is going to come together, is that people's messaging is not specific enough. And what I mean by that is a lot of people will say, I'll just use a general example. Maybe they, they are passionate and lit up about the idea of helping people live, you know, a happier and more fulfilled life. And they want to sell courses around feeling happier. That is a very general global issue. And like we were talking about a moment ago with, you know, the keys to a successful course, the one thing I said is that it has to solve a burning pain. And when we look at that outcome of being happier, there are so many different pains that could be the reason someone isn't happy, right? So maybe one person isn't happy because they have a douchey boss they can't stand and they hate their job. Maybe someone else is unhappy because they can't find the love of their life and they're worried they're not going to have kids. Maybe someone else is married and really struggling with an infertility you know, challenge and they aren't sure if they're ever going to become a parent. Maybe someone else is unhappy because none of their clothes in their closet fit and they don't feel confident walking down the street totally different problems. And if you try to speak to everyone, you speak to no one, because what you have to be able to do is paint a very vivid picture of what the pain looks like right now and what the specific transformation looks like. So you've got to narrow down. And a lot of people are resistant to that. A lot of people want to say, no, but I can help everyone. And I'm like, well, you can. And it's not that your methods or process couldn't be applied to everyone. But particularly in the online market, and this differs a bit than offline, because I think offline, traditionally, we can get away with being generalists, and that works. But in the online market, you have to pick that angle. You have to pick one person that you are speaking to, or it will fall flat. You want to be that person in that space that's the go-to for a certain specific uh, problem that you're solving. Yes, exactly. That's where the power is because you want to be known. And the only way to get known, like you say, is to have that thing that you are the one to go seek out that support with. Yeah. And there's, a, I mean, we've talked about niching down on, until it hurts. And to, to give a good example, I was in a podcast mastermind group where someone, his podcast is about um, how to start basically your own uh, craft brewery. Oh, cool. And that's pretty, that's pretty yeah. niche right there. It's not to, you know, it's not focused on how to brew beer or, you know, make a, a great IPA and all types of other different things along with that. It's, hey, here's what you need to do if you want to start your own craft brewery. And that, that is it. So yes. it, that's a very specific person that's going to listen to the podcast and, and 
take a course that he is providing uh, for students out there. Exactly. And, and sometimes people think like, well, he's not, but he's not casting, you know, a wide net, but it's, it's ironic because it's kind of the flip, the narrower the net, the more resonance, the more traction you're going to get because you have that ability to speak so specifically. It's like the way you talk and the way you relate to those people, it's going to resonate with them on a much deeper level. Colleen, another thing though, too. So people are probably listening to this and they have an idea. They kind of have an idea of what they wanted to do and, and, and teach uh, prospective students. What are some of the biggest things holding people back still to enter a space in this world where there's endless opportunity? Yeah, it's a great question. I, you know, in my years of doing this, I mean, you know, years of like training and, and, and background university, hands down, honestly, it really comes down to mindset. It's a mindset piece. You can have all the business strategy in the world, all the know-how around, you know, crafting your messaging and creating your programs and launching them sales funnels and ads or whatever. You can know that backwards and forwards, but if you don't have your mindset working with you, it is going to sabotage you over and over and over again. And a lot of the times, you know, you might be like, okay, Colleen, but I really want success. So I don't, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. And I always say like, consciously, we can want that success. Consciously, we can want, you know, you know, the earning potential that we dream about or the lifestyle that we want. Absolutely. But subconsciously, we often have a lot of beliefs that are not in alignment with that. And our subconscious is actually responsible for guiding about 85% or more of our behavior every day. So Often what happens for people is they'll see things, you know, cropping up in ways like, I don't have enough time, right? Or this isn't good enough. Or, you know, this other person's course is so good already. Like, why would I even bother trying? And you wind up undermining your progress. So these subtle ways, and you're telling yourself stories on the surface level that seem to make it about something else, but it's really about at the core fears of making that progress. If your mindset is still holding you back and you think, well, I have this specific skill set that I can teach others how to do that. And you don't think that you have, or could do an online, uh, online course, take a look at a website, for instance, like ClickBank. There's someone on there that is teaching other people how to jump high and making a really big success out of their course, right? So if you can do something like that, you can, you truly can do anything. Actionable advice. What can uh, the listeners to this podcast do uh, to get started uh, to create their own online courses? And what advice would you give them of, of where and how to start? Yeah, for sure. So I think first things first is, you know, having to decide, on your topic. And a lot of people think, I think they decide along the way that they need to know what this is instantly. You may not know instantly. Like it may take a number of weeks of you feeling your way into this, of you exploring different options, of you sitting with it. And that's okay. So first things first is don't feel like it's a race or don't feel like if you don't have that instant clarity around what you want that topic to be, that there's something wrong with you. It it's worth taking the time, you know, go slow to go fast in order to really get that, that hammered out. So that's the first thing beyond that. I would say 
make sure to find support. Okay. So whether you are finding support in, um, you know, Facebook groups on, you know, businesses, lots of businesses now have Facebook groups. And so they'll bring their audiences together where you can start connecting, engaging and asking questions, you know, even something like a simple Google search, you know, for, you know, how do I do X, whatever your specific hangup is right now, where you feel like you're getting stuck, simply Google it or go to YouTube and look for a video or find someone who you, you maybe you've heard of through someone else that's teaching on the topic. Most people are going to have free resources that you can start with to begin taking those steps forward. No, that's, that's great advice to start. Now, Colleen, one habit I've observed from wealthy and successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and learning new skill sets. What are you currently studying? What new skill sets are you currently learning? Yeah, great question. So I'd say for me right now where I'm at in my business, I'm diving a lot deeper into a lot of the mindset work right now, primarily because I see that as the biggest reason that it's sort of slowing down the progress of some of my students in their, you know, in creating their courses and in that journey of being comfortable and confident, being visible and putting themselves out there. So for me right now, that's really a huge part of what I'm doing is just learning from as many different perspectives and ideas and pulling them together in ways so that I can continue not just to support my students with the strategy, but always be constantly blending in the mindset to help them keep moving forward. Now, core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Well, that's a great question. Uh, only three. Okay. Um, all right. Number one, I would say trust in your path intuitively, we know within what our calling is, right? And sometimes it takes time to allow ourselves to see it. But we get a lot of messages throughout life, you know, whether it's in childhood or from our parents, from the media, there's often a lot of expectations or ideas that people have around us about what we should be doing. But I want you to trust in your path. And sometimes your path is going to make other people feel uncomfortable. And they will tell you maybe they don't think that's a good idea because it's making them uncomfortable and they're well-intentioned. They're trying to protect you, but I want you to know that no one can tell you what that path is, but yourself. And we get one shot at being here. So trust in that inner voice and in that inner guidance and build your life by following that. So that would be number one. Uh, Let's see. A second thing I would say is You can create whatever you want. Sometimes that thought is scary because there are things we want and we don't have them. But I always say the only reason we don't have what we want is just because we're blocked on some level to it. There's some kind of mindset issue tripping us up, getting in the way. We have a lifetime of programming, you know, that we've developed in all the years of our existence. And you need to believe that you really can create what you want. And when you don't have it, It's not because you're not good enough. It's not because it's only reserved for a special few. It's just because there's some level in some way that maybe you're doubting or not so sure that you can have it. Know that you can. Know that it may be a process or journey to unpacking or working through that resistance, but you can absolutely get there. So that would be another one. And then lastly, I would just say 
always monitor your feelings. I think a lot of the times we go through day a little bit on autopilot or a little bit kind of removed from connecting within ourselves. And our feelings really are a guide. They're like messengers to us of how we're moving through our world. So if you're feeling irritated or you're annoyed or you're upset, become aware of that and think about, okay, what was I just thinking about? What was going on? Or why was my mind thinking about this one thing that's continuing to make me feel crappy? And as much as you can focus on trying to spend more time in a slightly better feeling state, because the more you can align with that positivity, the easier the action's going to be, the faster the money is going to flow. Very, very powerful. Now, Colleen, how can my listeners learn more about you uh, and stay informed of all of the projects that you're involved with? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you can find me at PassiveIncomeQueen.com. That's my website. There's an opt-in there. You can grab a Passive Profit Toolbox that will give you all kinds of uh, resources and softwares and tools you can use to start creating and building online programs in your online business. And uh, yeah, you'll be on my list and can connect with me there. Well, Colleen, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. This has been a blast connecting. Yes, thank you so much for having me. This is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Alhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining the capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy according to the infinite banking concept. If you're interested to learn more about privatized banking and the infinite banking concept, you can access an exclusive webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. Thank you for joining my guest, Colleen Arneal, and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. Many listeners have taken action and received a personalized game plan of how to collapse time in their financial plan and become financially free in 10 years or less. If you're interested in a personalized game plan and a custom roadmap to achieve financial freedom in 10 years or less, you can register for a free webinar at cashflowtactics.com forward slash ninja. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life. So if there's any way that I can provide more value for you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gashku newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 44222. Geld Inc. is a multifamily owner which has acquired over 6,700 apartment units valued at over $1 billion through a private equity syndication model. Banking on the renter revolution amongst millennials and baby boomers, all-time low home ownership rates, and a major shortage of well-located apartments at affordable price points, Galt has provided its investors with consistent cash-on-cash returns while maintaining and enhancing equity invested for the long term. For more information on how to achieve sustainable yield for the long term, you can email Josh Satin at josh at geltinc.com. 
Smart investors know that the banks actually don't own most automatic teller machines. In fact, the opportunity for private investment provides stellar passive returns, figures in the double digits, with the added bonus that most of the income is tax-free. Who wants to walk blindly past an ATM and not cash in on that opportunity? ATM machine ownership brings you a steady stream of hands-off passive income. Dave Zook and the Real Asset Investor team have been providing opportunities for investors in this uptrending activity of ATM use. If you're an accredited investor and would like more information on how you can invest in this exclusive asset class that very few investors will ever have access to, sign up for your free webinar on how to create income streams from ATMs at cashflowninja.com forward slash real asset investor. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to become financially free. They have designed a system to take any beginner to an experienced deal-making investor in the least amount of time. They offer opportunities from basic education, coaching, bridge loan investing to turnkey investments in the cash-flowing market of St. Louis, Missouri. For more information, please visit joinupsproperties.com or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. If you want to create an income stream of 8% on your cash or money in your self-directed IRA within 90 days in real estate without finding the property, fixing it up, finding a tenant, and all the other management headaches that comes along with it, you have to watch the private lending presentation at cashflowninja.com forward slash private lending. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning in the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cashflow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, CashflowNinja.com. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.